504 Girls Podcast. And we are your host. I'm Sierra. And this is Megan. And so today we are talking about relationship cues, knowing when to walk away. Gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Yes. <laughs> walk away. Um, <laughs> so... How do you feel about um, insecure? It, just the whole with, with relationship between Lawrence and Issa. Because I'm wondering if Issa should walk away. I, I, okay, yes. It's probably going to be really hard to um, try to form a relationship while he, he has so much going on. Even though I really like them together. Yeah. I really do like them together. They're a beautiful couple. But they just keep getting thrown like lots of curveballs. Right. You know, it makes me um, think about that is Issa is in Issa world and she thinks that they're going to be able to have a relationship while he's in San Francisco, they're gonna make it work. Mm-hmm. Long distance relationship. They're in it together. Mm-hmm. And then now she finds out that canola oil is pregnant. <laughs> we keep calling this girl everything but her name. Calendula, ca- canola oil, ca- canola bear, koala bear. <laughs> koala bear. <laughs> Uh, Who called the koala bear? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm saying that I really wish the season wasn't over yet. <laughs> because I really, really want to see what happens next. Um, I predict that Issa is going to make it work. I can understand why you would say that because they had tried once again and finally had the conversations that they needed to have so maybe she thinks that this is a a restart yeah uh, the realities of a like a a baby with someone else I just that's a real sticky that's a lot and it's like she has somebody else in her line of view too that is actually he's really really nice and does great things for her so yeah i don't know he likes her a lot and she has another option she doesn't have to stick with lawrence and as messiness like molly 
she probably could have chosen her words differently in that moment, but she was right. Issa, she gets into really messy situations. situations. When she doesn't have to. Right. Um... I feel like Lawrence and her could still have a friendship and he'll need a friend probably. It doesn't have to be her, but he'll probably need a friend. Um, And I don't know. And it's probably like, while... It's the whole pregnancy thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pregnant, yeah. Like, when a baby is actually here, that's probably different. But that's a lot. Like, every time they try to get back together, it's something. But the thing is, like, Lawrence, he, he has his flaws. But I feel like at the core, he's a good partner. He's a good person. Um, and a, a good partner. But by him being a, um, a good partner, I think that he wouldn't um, go to San Francisco. I think he would stay to take care of the baby. Um, yeah. I also feel like like Condola telling him you can be inv- as involved as you want to be in the child's life was like, from what we've seen, we already know that he's going to be there for right. this baby. So it's like, he yeah, he wants a family. So... Mm, but he's, who knows? Because his 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 emotions are over all over the place. First, he makes he he makes a point to ask the woman if the baby's his. Then he goes on to say, "Why would she want this? Because they're not good." I don't think it's wrong for Condola to keep this baby. And she said earlier that she's like older and is ready for a child. But I don't know. I know some people are saying like she had a whole husband that she didn't want to have a child with. But now I don't know. She wants a child. <laughs> it is confusing. <laughs> it's confusing. It's a drama though. Like right. Some people say they expected that outcome. And someone said she was going to be pregnant um, around me somewhere. And I was like, well, that's cliche. That's expected. Something else is going to go on. Nope. Yeah, I've seen that pop up on um, some social medias beforehand. But I was like, I don't think so. But, um, like, they have a lot of great chemistry and they have a lot in common. And we've seen a lot of good moments with them, too. Well, this also doesn't have to be the thing that breaks their relationship if they don't want it to. Yeah, no, but that's why I'm saying, like, maybe be friends first and kind of see, um, because it is such a messy situation. And something new to navigate. So until, I don't know, things become more stable... I get that but then I feel like they're all in they're all in too you know and I feel like that's a running theme with them it's like they decide that they're gonna get in and make it work but then a poor decision is made and it all goes up in flames you know 
I think um, I think it's karma what we're seeing in the show because Issa really hurt Lauren and I'm wondering if it's now Lawrence's turn to really hurt Issa. Like it hurt her to lose him, but he, but now he like he can like really, really hurt her like emotionally. Mm. Oh, that's a long ass hurt. <laughs> that is, that's forever hurt. Like that's it's not just a bad decision. That's 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 forever a child, a human being is like that's forever. She already got technically her karma seeing him in different relationships or with different people. Yeah, but he hasn't like hurt her, hurt her. Like he he hasn't like like think about it. Here's a little theory in my mind. What if in season five alright, what if what ends up happening is Lawrence is like, Issa, we could be together. This could work out. And Issa's like, okay, Lawrence, this could work out. <laughs> and then he chooses canola, canola oil. Canola oil. Over Issa after the baby's born. He's like, you know what, Issa? <laughs> I think I'm going to start a family. Well, I have started a family, you know. And started a family and, and leaves make- Issa again. Ooh, that's that's hurtful. Okay, when did we see this play out? The game. How did that play out? Cause, cause Melanie was actually, uh, she was actually the step parent to the child, right? The, how did that turn out in the end? I, it, 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 it seemed like they were working through it, right? Didn't they end up breaking up? They ended up breaking up in the end. Okay. Yeah, because he kept being disrespectful. He kept being disrespectful. Yeah, and she couldn't trust him. So it was nothing for her to trust. She had lost all her trust in him. You know, another thing that I um, heard, like, one of my clients said today, they um, said maybe it is foreshadowing again Condola and Issa's friendship beforehand. So if they do decide to work it out, then it would they would be it would be a good co-parenting and friendship relationship. Boring. I, I know but nothing. <laughs> but we need drama, but I was like, oh that makes sense too. Hmm. Because there was there was little hints this season as to what was gonna happen. Right. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't know what the season five bring. <sighs> what the season five bring. But what about Molly? I feel like Molly slightly self-sabotaged without knowing it. I think it's the very thing she, but she was to trying to avoid. avoid. When she said, we need counseling. <laughs> How long have they been together? Timeline. I, I would say. I would say a few months, right? Because they were they met at Coachella, right? And that was right after Issa and Lawrence broke up mm-hmm. a little bit, like maybe. So, and this show is about two years timeline. Maybe they probably. That's met a lot in two years. <laughs> six months or so, or seven mm-hmm. months or ago, maybe. 
in their storyline. I could mm-hmm. be wrong. So. Yeah, but, but that was the very thing that she was trying to avoid. You could see it with um, that reaction. Like, what if we go to counseling? <sighs> Poor Molly. I think they're compatible. I think they're a match. They are a match, but in order for it to work, she has to actually let stuff go. She has to actually learn how to let things go. The good thing is, like, Molly's in therapy, and it's good that she has someone she can express herself to and develop a deeper insight, but I don't feel like she's done any active work. work. Yeah. I feel like she thinks she's doing it. (laughs) She thinks she's doing the work, but no. (laughs) That's like, challenge her behavior. And actually, like, try. So, like with um, with the scene with Issa, right? And her outside after she finds out, gets the text message mm-hmm. um, and leaves. And she tells Issa that, what she said to her, that she don't know if they can be friends, something like that. Basically, she's saying, she said, we're outgrowing each other. I don't think, I, yeah, I don't think our lives fit for who the people that we are now. And... Issa responds, "Okay." Because what else are you gonna? What else are you gonna say? Right. <laughs> what else? Like, okay, this is a friend break. This is the breakup. What else am I gonna say? But okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing else you can. Say. <laughs> so, in Issa's mind, she thinking we're just gonna make it work. But Issa was wrong too because. Your friend is really mad at you. Like, you can't just think, I'm going to buy her some food and let's have (laughs) game night and self-care Sundays and we're fine again. No, this girl's really mad. Y'all haven't talked in days. And no one wants to ask the other what happened. Right. You could say that that's on Molly to do um, because she felt an offense and... I didn't express that and it seemed like she was just tolerating Issa at the time but it could be on Issa too to be like okay so what happened at the event cause I, I don't know I, I feel like Molly's combative so when Molly has a problem she has no problem saying she has an issue so Issa can't read minds. Like, That's what you can't read anybody's mind. <laughs> like if if all I know is that you're mad at me, right? That's all she knows. <laughs> Molly's mad at me. I need to fix it. I guess. Right. And Molly <laughs> seems like she likes people to like chase her. What's wrong? What what what, what did I do? <sighs> and she doesn't like. Well. She just thinks that everyone should just know and fix it. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. And, you know, the thing is, her and Molly sitting down at the end of the episode was good because they really need each other right now. And they're both going through a lot. And I think that's what I saw in this whole thing, that everybody was going through a lot. So everyone was wrapped up in their own problems. 
And it's hard to be there for one another when you're wrapped up in your own head. I, I can tell that that's also probably what Molly meant by what she said, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they can't be friends. I mean, that's the first time, if that's the first time somebody is hearing something and then also they're saying that the other person is saying that that's the end. So there's no chance to fix anything, even if, you know, she wanted to. True. <laughs> But then Molly did say maybe. Like, it wasn't set in stone. But okay, so, but if that's the case, then why when Issa said okay, then Molly was like, okay? What do you mean okay? Issa to chase her. <laughs> mm-hmm. She expected Issa to um, push forward, you know? Because in that moment, I think maybe Issa was like, I'm just going to forget about it, move on, whatever. You know, like, not really thinking about her feelings anymore. Because she, in her mind, I feel like she had to suspend her thoughts and feelings about what happened to try and reconnect with Molly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like she wasn't even... I don't think... I think a conversation about Molly's feelings about what happened wouldn't have been harmful for Issa because I feel like Issa had already let that go. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When she decided to make the phone call. When she had that conversation in her head. You know, like... Because honestly, Molly offended her too by turning up at the her event. Like, so, okay. I've forgiven you for that, clearly, because I'm inviting you out to brunch. I don't know. These relationships... Two passive-aggressive people. Right. These, right. These relationships are complicated. Um... I know that I hope that Lawrence and Issa figures it out and makes it work because I want the drama. <laughs> um, I just, I just, I just love it. I love all the drama. But I think they're going to continue because of the drama because what, I mean, if everybody has an ending where they're, <laughs> if, if Lawrence is no longer on the show, Condola is not no longer on the show and then Issa is with Nathan. Nathan, then there's no drama and no show to no storyline to continue. Right. What if Issa gets pregnant with Nathan's baby? With Lawrence's baby. <laughs> this is not the young That's and a restless. Lie. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to turn this into a telenovela. <laughs> We're gonna go to our commercial break. Hello, this is Megan from Megan Rocks the Beat. We specialize in full body waxes, facials, skin care, yachty steams, and makeup. You can find us on Facebook, Megan Rocks the Beat, LLC, Instagram, Megan Rocks the Dot Beat, or the website www.meganrockstheBeat.com. Feel good, look better. And we're back to the show. Let's talk about knowing when to walk away from a relationship that no longer serves you. Mm. And what does it mean when it's not serving you? What's the signs? Something that we can learn from these relationships that we could just, we just talked about. Your needs are not being met. Hmm. Your needs aren't being met. So I feel like that, that, that means when you're trying to 
seek something from someone and they're not able to provide it. Mm-hmm. Whether that be like touch or um, affection or like what those are the love languages, right? Mm-hmm. Time, gifts, service, you know. Whatever at the core you really desire in a relationship. And if that's lacking, you asking for it and asking for it and it's not happening, then that's a relationship to think about walking away from. That could also be said, another point on here is different morals not valuing the same things. Because it, if your values are one thing and then their values are another and you try to bring them together, you could feel like your needs are not being met. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it can even be harder when you can't communicate those needs to your partner. Like, if you feel, like, scared or feel like every time you try to communicate a need, there's a fight. Or they're dismissive. So if you can't communicate with your partner, then that's not going to work out either. When it comes to Tiff and Derek, to me, she clearly couldn't communicate to him what she was experiencing well because she ran away. And so, and that's her husband. So, like, she should be able to lean on him for anything. But she felt she couldn't and ran away. So, mm. she definitely needs therapy. That was really sad. Well, that was very sad. And, like, he's. it was interesting because he was saying that he knew she was unhappy, but he didn't realize it was that bad. And so it was like, I feel him because on one hand, he probably feel like he should have known that it was that bad. But on the other hand, if she didn't say anything, well, you know, if she didn't communicate, communicate to him what was going on, but then why didn't she? Was she feeling unsafe in doing that? Did she feel he didn't, wouldn't understand? You know, like, so that's a lot. So I think that that makes relationships hard. So if you can't communicate those needs, that's a tough dynamic. I hope that, um, I, th- I think that should just be my hope for uh, my next relationship too, to where safe space is created enough to where I feel comfortable <laughs> stating all my needs and knowing that they are definitely met. That's hard. That is hard. Especially when it gets you to the point where you feel like you have to run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But hopefully no one would feel obligated to stay. So that makes me to Lawrence. Do you think Lawrence would maybe feel obligated to, to start a relationship back up with canola oil because she's pregnant? That That's that's possible. That's possible. I, I don't necessarily feel like you... You have to be with somebody just because of anything. But um, I feel like that would be the natural thing to do, too. Like, let's, yeah, like, let's try um, because we have a child. No obligation. Mm-hmm. Probably be hard for a lot of people, too, because their um, relationships are based on obligation, too. Right. Mm-hmm. But will the relationship hold him back because he has this great job in San Francisco? Is it the relationship or the baby that, I mean, would keep him 
in the city. I mean, and he has such a good job. He could move canola oil out with him inside of his family in San Francisco. It'll suck for Issa, but she does have Nathan in her back pocket. Some good relationships are founded on rebounds. They are. They're not all failures. <laughs> they are. <laughs> It is ideal for the parents to be in the same place too but with the child because me traveling back and forth to California like all my life was not necessarily the bee's knees. How would you know you need to walk away for yourself? I would know that um, I need to walk away for myself when I'm just satisfied and unhappy more than I am happy. I think that um, if a person is feeling unsafe, mm -hmm. um, either emotionally or physically um, unsafe in any manner, then maybe that's the sign that it's time to leave the relationship. Um, because we should all feel safe and in, in peace with the people that we're in relationships and friendships with. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that conflicts don't happen, but we should be able to work through them peacefully and respectfully without trying to harm each other. Right. And also that could, that definitely could mean abuse, physical, um, gaslighting, constant gaslighting, um, emotional yeah, yeah. abuse, and constant disrespect. Another way I know. Constantly being disrespected. Discernment spiritually is also having asking God for guidance to help you go to a come to a decision. Um, so in decision making process and relationships, I wonder should more of us um, think inward spiritually? Um, and figure that out what that relationship means for us and what can it do for us and what can we give to a relationship. And just taking that space and time to dive deeper into ourselves. Like Molly asking him to go to therapy, I think was reasonable because she's in therapy and she's trying to work through some things and she wants the relationship to work. And I've, I've, I've gone to therapy and talked about my relationship issues and it's helped me, you know, in my own finding of self and the relationship or whatever. I guess I just took it like... Because they haven't been together so long, it seems like right now yeah. they could use individual therapy to try to see if um, it will work out as opposed to like not necessarily couples counseling right now because I feel like some of these things could be worked out by looking inwardly, individually. What does Andrew need to work out? I love Andrew. <laughs> I love Andrew, but, oh. Mm. Do I Maybe he can explore why no, no, no. 
<laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I, I no. know. I was. I, I can't no. think of a reason. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. No. If he's riddled with flaws, please comment <laughs> and tell us Andrew's flaws. Because <laughs> we can't think of any. <laughs> well, according to Molly, Andrew is asking her yo, to yo. do things that make her uncomfortable. But you're going to be uncomfortable sometimes, Molly. That's just, that's the thing, though. His brother is an asshole. He is an asshole. But his, but Andrew knows that, <laughs> too. I feel like she needs to give him the opportunity to, like, publicly show that he got her her back. Another instance. Well, like, if brother is getting out of line, Molly needs to see with her own two eyes, Andrew say, you need to chill out or whatever he needs to say to put his brother in his place. Okay. Because before, he just said, I spoke to my brother and I told him that he was wrong, you know? But she didn't see that or hear that. So she doesn't know. And she, she probably doesn't trust that he really has her back. Not to say that Andrew doesn't, but... A partner that doesn't never has your back. That's being unsafe too because you don't have me. <laughs> You're supposed to be in my corner, right? <laughs> You're supposed to be in my corner. You know, it's like it's it's a partnership with a team. Um, you're supposed to be team players. Why don't you have my back? But that's not to say that he didn't because I don't, I don't think that that's what he showed. But yes, another instance where his brother is going to inevitably be an asshole because <laughs> the thing is the fight is because Andrew wants her to do something that he wants to do and to be a part of his family and friend group which is natural when you're in a relationship with somebody you're gonna bring them around your friends your people you know he wants to do that with her but he can't if she's refusing to go places so it seems like the fix would be for Molly to go hang out with Andrew and his family if she wants the relationship to work because that's part of why he's mad. I don't think Molly has also said, well, they did in the fight. They did in the fight. In the last episode, she did tell him that she felt like he didn't really have her back in that moment. So I was going to say, why doesn't she just say that? But I feel like. She but now he given, knows. Well, that's not fair because she hasn't given him a real chance to show her that he has her back. I mean, in that moment, she might have. I mean, she really felt like he didn't. So that's but, the truth. But he did, though. Like he did, and brother's wife was telling husband to like. Stop. I know, but she felt like he didn't. At least she said that. <laughs> At least she said that in that moment. Cognitive distortion. Cognitive distortion. <laughs> That's what that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> the whole thing. The whole, the whole season for me, Molly is one big bubble of a cognitive distortion. But she's always been that way. Her character is so unchanging. So that's 
she's the only character that has stayed the same. Throw <laughs> all the season. Gotta be a Taurus. She gotta be a bull. She has to be. Issa, Issa's a Pisces. <laughs> I feel like that's true because she's very dreamy and she's always in her head. So, and, and Lawrence is a um, Gemini. Don't know what the hell. <laughs> he doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> Nathan is smooth, so let's guess what he would be. Mm. What is smooth to me that I really like? Um, Nathan, hmm. and he gets straight to the point. He's a Leo. A Leo? He's a Leo. Okay, Ooh, a Leo. Leo swag. Yes. I would think a... Yeah, Leo. I see Leo. Because he's very, like, straightforward. He has, like, this presence about, I like him. (laughs) (laughs) And I like his voice. You're team Nathan. I am. But I also really like Lawrence. But that's the thing. Lawrence is irresponsible. I I just, the way that I feel, like, I would still root for her either way that she goes. Um, just because she's been with Lawrence for so long, even though, you know, they don't have to be together, but it would make sense as to why she would try to work it out. But with Nathan, he's new and he's fresh and he even, he does a lot for her. He's shown himself to be a good, um, if anything, friend. He knows how to say sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't feel like Lawrence does? I don't feel like Molly does. No, Molly does not know how to say sorry. She doesn't think she doesn't ever think that she's wrong. <laughs> she never thinks that she's wrong. That's that to lawyer. Say sorry. She's a lawyer. <laughs> she's a lawyer in her. No, I um I'm excited for season, season five. five. And we're probably not gonna get that until like 2023. Some some BS like that. <sighs> mm-hmm. So, please let us know if you know when to hold and fold them or walk away and what's the signs. No and if you can think of any other... If you can think of any other reasons to walk away from a relationship... Let us know on our social media pages. <laughs> on Facebook, we are the 504 Girls Podcast. On Instagram, we are the, the 504, 504 Girls, Girls Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on Anchor, you know what? Pretty much anywhere where you can listen to podcasts, we're the 504 Girls Podcast. Um, but let us know on our social media pages what you think. Yeti! Bring that, bring that beat back. Walk away, no one to run.